Welcome to the 12th Street Daily, a podcast intended to encourage our faith family as we seek to become apprentices of Jesus. Hey everyone, I'm Luke Parker, one of the ministry associates here at 12th Street, and today we're going to continue working our way through 1 Peter chapter 3 as we unpack the second part of verse 16, where Peter continues to teach us how we're supposed to act in the face of suffering. So picking up where we left off last time, we had discussed what Peter means when he writes that we're to have a good conscience. And today we see what that leads to when we read in verse 16, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. So first off, we need to take notice of the fact that Peter writes the words when you are slandered, not if you are ever slandered. This distinction shows us that there will be times when we all experience some form of hostility from those who oppose the glory of God. There will always be people who reject the message of the gospel, and even in some cases, there will be people who confront and challenge the truth of the gospel. But Peter's encouragement to us today tells us that if we press on toward the eternal goal that awaits us, if we live as Christ would have us live, then all those who speak out against the gospel will be put to shame in the end. So as long as we honor Christ our Lord as holy in our heart, as long as we are always prepared to give an account for the hope that we have in Christ, and as long as we answer in gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, we will see that any accusations made against us or the gospel will fall flat. And the only thing that will stand is the truth of the word. This phrasing that Peter uses also refers us back to 1 Peter chapter 2, where he urges us in verse 12 to keep our conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak out against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Besides this verse alluding back to Matthew 5.16, it's also calling for all believers to live as if the world were watching. We must conduct ourselves in a Christ-like manner if we ever hope to be witnesses for Jesus. How can we go about living our lives in the same way as before we knew him? Peter would argue that it's impossible for one to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus and not be changed. So why do we as Christians in this 21st century culture that we live in act like the world in so many ways? Perhaps it's because that we've watered down the gospel so much that we've lost our all and wonder of its beauty. The simple fact that God sent his son Jesus to die for lost sinners is a miracle. So why are we so hesitant to share this good news and to live out our faith around the people that we come into contact with every single day? What are we so afraid of? What can the world around us really do? Are we being driven by our own fears or are we going to stand boldly in the face of suffering and persecution and proclaim the gospel to all those that would hear it? It's my prayer that we as a faith family would press on boldly as we let the light of Christ shine through the darkness. See you tomorrow.